Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. As always, delighted to have you spend your Saturday with us, assuming you're listening live. And Marsha, why don't you introduce our guest? Our guest, oh my gosh, our guest, you are so lucky. I am Usually I save Barb for when you're not here. I know, Girls Gone Wild, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Hashmark, right. Girls Gone Wild, Tech yeah, right. Radio. Right. So Barb has gracefully oh. said she would come on, even though it's not just the two of us. This is Barb, Barb Dibwad. She's previously of Mashable and now with Barb. Is it Tekka or Tika? It's Tekka, T-E-C-C-A dot com. And Marcia, Kinda I just like want tech. you I just yeah, want you to know exactly. that, that Barb and I talk all the time, and she's been trying to get you off so we could go, you know, girls and guys gone wild when you're not around. <laughs> you know, I just well, yeah, I didn't no, want to insult I, I you, that. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Barb. Thank you. Great to be here. Our pleasure. Barb, you know, it was interesting. Last week on Tekka, you did a smartphone buyer's guide, which I think went over and above what we normally see in PC World or PC Mag in that you took into account the carrier and the upgrade headaches and the baloney that one goes through when one does upgrade a phone. People don't always think about that. They just say, hey, I'm going to get a new phone, and then the grief starts. So could you tell us a little bit about what you guys found out? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's, it, you know, it's, it's a great time to buy a new handset. There's a lot of great androids out there in the market right now there's actually also a really surprising sort of turnaround story with windows phone now that the microsoft partnership with nokia is finally bearing fruit here in the states we've got the nokia lumia family out in the wild now the lumia 800 the 710 and the flagship 900 which of course just came out and there's also the HTC Titan 2, which is another huge Windows phone out there. I and, have a uh, Samsung Focus that is also a Windows phone that I really love a lot. Will that be upgradable, do you know, to the new uh, operating system? It is, actually, because I have one running 7.5. Oh. <laughs> so if, if you don't have the update yet, you you should be I better turn it. it on, huh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that's kind of one of the problems that users are facing now, especially in the Android landscape, which is that Ice Cream Sandwich, Android 4.0, has been out for many months now. But if you want to walk into a store and buy a phone that's running Ice Cream Sandwich, pretty much your only choice is the Samsung Galaxy Nexus. And some other phones, like the HTC Sensation lineup, are starting to get the ICS update rolling out now. But it's taken quite a long time to actually get ICS into stores. So that's a little bit disappointing. You know, talking about that, though, I have been reading an awful lot of people who've had issues upgrading with ICS in that the hardware of the phones isn't really supporting it. Right, exactly. It takes, you know, a certain threshold of processing power and speed to be able to actually run it. Exactly. And beyond that, there's a whole morass of 
individual software tweaks that Google has to do to get the new system to run, even on a phone that supports it. And then they have to go through the carrier system, and the carrier has to decide if they want to enable it and what their schedule right. will be for rolling it out. So it's a little bit of a, a mishmash of different versions out there in the wild, but it's a little bit awkward that most phones, Android phones that you can buy today in the store are still running Gingerbread 2.3, right. which feels really old now that 4.0 is out there. Now, Barb, well, you're going to be of- very proud of me, Barb. I'm going to be putting ice cream sandwich ported via, uh, what is it, Cyanogen Mod oh, uh, nice. on, an H- on an HP touchpad this week. So I'm very excited about that. That's def- that's always an option if you're willing to sort of get under the hood and, you know, root your phone or install a, a certain mod pack. You can get the ICS update early, but definitely for a mainstream audience, most people just don't want to deal with that kind of hassle. As we go on and look at the different phones, are you using an Android or what is your actual phone of choice? How many uh, do you I, have? <laughs> well, I mean, if you had to pick one of the 27 phones you like us that we test. Um, well, I, I, I'm one of those weird mobile nerds who probably carries around 27 phones. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, me too. People are always saying, what number are you dialing from now? You All know, right, so you're, like, you're on the desert island. you got your bag of chips, your Fritos, you know, your, your chocolate candy. What phone did you take with you? My personal phone that I still carry around is the iPhone 4. If I had to pick one for a desert island, I would pick the 4S, but... For my personal phone, I'm holding out for the iPhone 5. I will most definitely buy that when it comes out. But I also have the HTC Evo 4G, which was the very first uh, 4G phone in the U.S., which is getting a bit long in the tooth now, but it's going to get an update very soon with a new HTC Evo 4G LTE on Sprint. That's coming out this quarter, and that's going to run on their new uh, LTE network. Um, but Barb, I also... but I have to tell you, as long as you're talking about Sprint, I yeah. really love, with all the phones around here, the the screen on the Samsung Galaxy S2 Epic 4G Touch. <laughs> the one, <laughs> it's way too I know, much it's the longest say. phone name. Yeah. It's crazy. Samsung but I is really, really bad about phone. those long product names. Yeah, really. But that I think they have to because they have to change it for each carrier. I think that's the thing. It's the same phone, but like just a little different. You know, Marcia, um, oh, finish I love, what you're saying. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say that uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, when Sam when Sprint phases out WiMAX, and they're going to be putting in their own 4G LTE network if WiMAX coverage, uh, you know, you know it, how it's going to affect people, whether the new LTE network is going to be better or what's going to happen. Now, will phones who are getting 4G on WiMAX now be able to get an LTE network? No, most most probably not because it really actually requires a separate physical chip. Um, so it's not something you can fix in a firmware. So, yeah, you would have to buy a, a new device to take advantage of. Barb, you are located where? I am in Los Angeles. Oh, so you're in L.A. with us. I, I have a my new iPad, of course, is a 4G, and I get service at home, which I don't care about because I'm using Wi-Fi anyway, but I just there's just not a lot of spots right now. I, I'm on Verizon, not a lot of spots where you can really get 4G service. 
That's true, and in some ways it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise given how quickly you can blow through your yeah, uh, very true. expensive data plan. <laughs> right, that's true. On 4G, uh, but definitely Verizon's known for building out its networks really quickly, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to catch up with uh, the Sprint WiMAX network, which has been sort of the largest 4G footprint. Uh, Verizon's catching up really aggressively, and there are a lot of advantages of LTE over WiMAX, so it's not going to be too long now. Even AT&T, they're spinning up their LTE network, so that's going to be the way that the U.S. ends up going for 4G. Now, Marcia, you no, know that if you and if you and no, Barb and well, I was going to say if you and Barb and I were on a desert island together, Barb and I could text each other for free with our iPhones. <laughs> you would have to pay for it. I got Text Plus. I can oh, yeah, I that's can call for free. Hell. Not the same. Ooh. Go ahead. But listen, Barb. Now I totally forgot what I was going to te- <laughs> ask you. Oh yeah, so I thought it was funny. Were you? Did you hear about the ATT Mobile Review? where they were driving people, uh, tech writers around Los Angeles in a Hummer, so they could be so impressed by the 4G. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I know, I'm, right? I'm and, and that I was not contacted because... Uh... <laughs> they probably figured you'd see right through the plot, right? <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> I mean, they asked me, and I, I just said, really? I, I, I don't need to drive around town in a car <laughs> to get 4G. Well, and you know... Yeah, so I thought that was an interesting ploy, and and that points out something interesting with you at Tekka, because Tekka is a real tech news site, versus some of these other sites that are really social media and not so much tech. Is that part of the reason why you went to uh, Tekka? Uh, definitely. I mean, there are certainly lots of reasons when somebody gives you a pile of money to go to go start your own project, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's a great reason. Um, but one of the things that I love about working at Tekka is that we are reaching out to a different audience than your average tech site, which is very, most tech sites are very early adopter focused and they're super, super techie. Um, and we're talking to people at all different ranges of technology experience and interest level. So that really interests me and yeah, I have a much easier time explaining what I do to people like my mom and my sister who just got iPads and want to know what new apps to get for them. But we cover the gamut of technology, and it's much more about how does technology make your life better? How can technology help you get to where you want to go in your life? And a little bit less about tech for tech's sake. I mean, we... We know all the specs, and we're going to tell you what's important, but beyond that, it's what phone is best for you. It's going to depend on your personality and your lifestyle, and we take that much more into account, I think, than some other tech publications. Well, when we come back, Barb, uh, we have, Marsha, we haven't even gotten to the phones that we were going to talk about to find That's out right. which, which ones uh, <laughs> we like. But I also, uh, Barb, when we come back, I want to ask you about Siri, which I love, but when it works... And I find frequently it does not work. So that's one of the things I want to talk to you about. And we have Rude Siri. We have we, Rude the, Siri? The Siri? Rude Siri. Rude Siri on the phone. Yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. Say it again. <laughs> or, or I didn't find that, but here's a banana store really close to you. I, I, I don't get it. So, you know, Barb, yeah, we need a little help with Siri. And, and I know you're going to come up with something else that's going to be fun to talk about because she always does. 
Talk All right, we're, we'll we'll be right back. But Marcia, you scare me a little bit. You're really too good with the Valley Girl thing. It makes me think you have a a past there that we maybe we don't all know there about. There is, there is. Yeah, yes. I'm sure, for sure, for sure. All right, don't go away. We will be right back. Lots of good stuff ahead. This is Marcia Collier and Mark Cohen, and we're on with Barb Dibwad from Tekka on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 877-474-3302 if you want to call us. We're talking to Barb Dipwad from uh, Tekka. 
and uh, it, which is a really cool site for, for all kinds of great information. So, Marsha, we were going to do what next? Talk, uh, we should probably talk what well, we talked about. Well, no, about, no, wait. Is... We were going to talk about Siri. Uncle Bill said, uh, and he directed this to you, Barb, too. Uh, Apple gets away with Siri glitches saying it's a beta program. Yeah. What do you feel about that? Well, they're certainly borrowing from uh, Google's playbook there where, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, how long was Gmail in beta for? Five years? Um, I mean, I think, you know, we, we have to give them some leeway. You know, it's, it's a reality of software development that, you know, it's non-trivial. It's difficult to build these things. It's take, taken a really long time to get a system that can do natural language processing as well as Siri does. But of course, Apple is limited in its ability to test that out internally. So it's not until the product gets out into the wild that the real testing begins. And that's when you really start maturing that system. So they're, they're collecting data from people. They're figuring out the bugs. They're going to keep improving it over time, as Apple is known to do. And it's it's only going to get better. I think of all the voice control systems out there, it's superior in that it, it handles human speech better than the traditional systems, which make you sort of memorize very specific commands. So I think it's very strong there, even though it absolutely does have its glitches, some of which are highly entertaining. <laughs> well, you know, I don't have so much of a problem with, it function the function when it functions. My problem is it often doesn't function. Yeah, there's. I mean, a wide range of things from the fact that you know you're dealing with a network connection that itself can be sort of flaky, and then you're dealing with a whole very complex system on the back end that has to process those requests and get mm-hmm. them back out to you. So there's a lot of points of failure along the way, and. From my real-world usage of it, I think it, it works pretty well. We can mm-hmm. always expect improvements, and it's going to depend on what carrier you're on, too. I find that it's not nearly as reliable on Sprint as on other carriers. So, really? Yeah. Um, it does depend on sort of what, you know, what carrier you're on and what day it is and what phase the moon is in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is it server capacity? Does Did Apple not... Issue, have enough capacity to make this function properly, and is that going to be solved? I'm sure that that's definitely a factor. You know, you you plan for peak loads, but you can never quite predict when you're going to eclipse that peak. So each time they hit a new peak, they're also adding new users on a day-to-day basis. True, so true. that peak gets higher and higher, and you have to keep accommodating for it. So I'm I'm definitely confident they're going to keep improving that and get it even more solid. Hmm. Hopefully. Uh, so should we talk about the phones that you liked? Because that was what we started Well, we, we could talk about the phones that she likes, or as long as we're here. And uh, we were talking, Barb and I were talking about Google and Google+. Plus. Barb, what do you think? Google+, Plus is leveling off with people coming in. Um, or what do you think is going to happen? I think it's encouraging that this week we saw them do a very large visual overhaul of Google+, which added a great deal of simplicity and customization to the platform. You've got that nice column on the left-hand side that you can actually customize in terms of what's there. You can easily click into your profile or Hangouts or Circles or Games, Pages. And I think one of the 
most important and interesting new additions is the Explore tab, which I think gives a much easier introduction to people who are new to the network and gives you a great way to sort of see what's new and what's interesting if you don't know who to follow or you're looking for what the hot topics are. I think that improves that experience quite a bit. I think that the reality is the tech press in general seems to be a little bit underwhelmed with Google+, and it is competing in a very crowded landscape of social networks, you know, among them Facebook, which is really the elephant in the room and is just enormous. However, Google itself seems to be extremely excited about Google+. I mean, obviously, we've seen this visual update, which was no small feat, a rather large sort of visual overhaul, and on their recent earnings call, Larry Page was nothing but excited about it, talked about them having reached 170 million users, talked about a lot of growth, a lot of increase in engagement. So I don't think Google is uh, disappointed in it, and assuming they keep investing in it and keep pouring resources into it, you know, it, it's, it's not a flop, that's for sure. It, it's, it's a contender out there, and it's definitely of value to Google itself. So. Well, it's certainly clean-looking, the new overhaul, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely. I mean, it's always been sort of clean, um, if anything, almost stark, and it's very, right. very, very white. <laughs> well, everybody is so desperately not wanting to look like MySpace, because I miss personally those dancing bears and the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the intro music, you know, when you get to someone's page. The blank I mean, tags. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Just sticking, I'm sticking with what I said originally. I just it does nothing for me. I don't see the need for an additional social media type site, and I I just don't see it's going to be. I don't think it's ever going to catch uh, Facebook. Well, well, I visit it every few days, and every time I go check my Gmail, and I see oh you I have 44 notifications. Oh God, oh God, oh God, and then I just close the window real quick. Yeah, I mean, and I you were initially. Well, initially, you no, were I doing love it. it. All the time. I, I enjoy it, but you can only do so much. Barb, yeah. what do you do regularly? Are you on Pinterest? What? Where are you other than Taka? Definitely, Twitter is my day-to-day sort of water cooler where I can keep in touch with all of my wider colleagues in the tech world and find out, you know, what's going on. I'm, I, I feel confident that very difficult for me to miss an important piece of tech news as long as I'm paying attention to Twitter. So that's my favorite. More in my personal life, I prefer Facebook. I do spend a lot of time on Facebook because a lot of my more non-technical friends are there, and that's an easy way to keep up with them. Barb, Um, do you know my Twitter and Facebook for seniors book went from paperback to hardcover? How often does that happen, right? I mean, (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's a really, really popular topic, and so many people are going on Facebook. It's like the people's social media. Definitely. I mean, it's it's easy to use. Everybody's on it. I mean, almost to the point of of literally almost everybody's on it. 800 million users. It's, you know, one in ten people on the planet, which is insane. Oh, I just remembered. Barbara, I just just remembered. I just finished a book for the AARP on Facebook. I just remembered. I forgot. Funny. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I just wrote a book for them. Yeah. Co-branded. Hey, Barbara, uh, a, a question before we go. What is your take on the new iPhone 5? 
which nobody ever knows anything right or wrong until the day it's released. But what do you, where, what do you, where are we going with it? I think we're going to see a new form factor, which a lot of folks were disappointed that we didn't see that mm-hmm. in the 4S. It is time I, for it. Yep, it was sort of predictable that we wouldn't get it, so I think it would be astonishing if we don't get it now. I agree. I think we'll get a better camera. I think we'll get a faster processor, maybe even quad-core. Mm-hmm. Um, I wow. would personally love to see more storage. I think the bump to 64 gigabytes was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to see a, a 128-gigabyte phone? That would be so awesome. <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> For someone be. like me who carries around a lot of music and loves to take photos, especially once you get that higher-resolution camera, all those photos take up a lot more space, and, mm-hmm. of course, you're Instagramming, and you're using iPhoto, and you're editing them, you're saving a bunch of versions, video takes up a lot of space. Now that the iTunes store supports 1080p downloads, I mean, that's taking up a lot of space, so that's more of a wish list item. I'm not sure we'll actually see that, um, but I would I would love to. And in form um, factor, do you think we'll see the 4-inch the screen everybody's talking about? Well, I think it's it's going to be a tough call because one thing that um, is a factor in the screen size is gender, I would say. A lot of my male friends really, really love the huge, huge Android phones, and I do too, but to be honest, it's much harder for me to operate those phones with one hand, whereas mm-hmm. my iPhone, the lovely 3.7 inches, fits right there. I can do everything I need to one hand without thinking about it. Um, so I really like that size. A tiny bump to 4.0 is probably not going to change that. Right. Um, I agree. You know, once we get up to 4.65 inches, like some of these Android phones, that's enormous. 4.0 is not that much um, larger. So it's kind of a toss-up. I think, I yeah. think we're going to see. And release, we got, we only got about 40 seconds here, but release date, when do you think we're going to see it? There was a rumor that it would not be until October, which seems mm-hmm. incredibly late, but then the 4S itself was sort of on the later side. They like to do a very much year-to-year cycle, and for a while it was June. Um, so I wouldn't be entirely surprised to see them kind of come out swinging and surprise everyone with having it be ready by June. And given all of the rumors leading up to the 4S around, you know, people claiming they had seen the new form factor of the 5, maybe that indicates that the phone is going to be ready sooner than later. So I wouldn't be surprised to see it as early as June, but it could be as late as October. Barb, since we're running out of time, I want to tell you how much I love Tekka, how I visit Tekka. I think it's a great site. I recommend everybody go visit Tekka on a regular basis. Thank you so much. And come back Thanks again when we're all here, or maybe when Marsha's not here. You know, we'll, we'll work no, it out, she's Barbara. mine. She's mine. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Barb, thanks for being with us. Thanks and so we'll be Bye, right, Barb. Thank we'll you. We'll be right back. Bye of the week coming up next. Don't go away. It's a cool one. We'll see you. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cullen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time. With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. 
Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com/wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com/wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com/coolebaytools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over five billion dollars of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over a hundred third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage shipping internationally. With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com/coolebaytools. Attention, online sellers! Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary, or an amphora-style Chivi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At CarpathianWines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at CarpathianWines.com. 